Have you felt like you were stuck in between your past and a promise from God? What you've seen and experienced pulls at you, inviting you to give in to the bitterness and anger, to stop moving forward. Yet you see in the word that God has given you a promise. Today, I'll share with you four ways to walk free of the past and come into the future that God has for you. Welcome to Abide in Jesus, the podcast for women who want to experience Christ's healing touch in their lives. I'm your host, author Carolyn Rice. This podcast was inspired by day nine of my Bible study, Healing the Father Wound. In day nine, we find ourselves looking at the healing of the demoniac in Mark 5. And while many of us have not had the experience of being filled with legions of demons as this man did, we can look at a couple of things about him and think about walking out of our own past. It is said that this man was living among the tombs. And while we may not physically live among the tombs, there are ways that we too can find ourselves living within the graveyard of the past. Things we've decided to memorialize, to never forget, or that we cannot forget. The tombs of bad memories, things that we've suffered. Tombs of past relationships that left us heartbroken. Tombs of disappointment, disillusionment, and where things did not go the way that we wanted. And when we live among those tombs, bitterness and anger invite us to live with them too. They then take up residence in our hearts and affect every area of our lives. So how do we walk out from among the tombs and trust God to deliver on his promise to us when walking in his promises has not been our experience? The first is to set your face like flint. Isaiah 57 in the NIV says, Because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore have I set my face like flint, and I know I will not be put to shame. To set your face like flint, as I studied it, means to stand firm, to make up your mind, make a quality decision, and decide that you will not shrink from that decision. So the first way to trust God to bring us out from among those tombs is to set your face like flint. Decide that you will trust God. You will keep your face on his promise, that you will trust his word, and that you will not move from your posture of trust no matter what. Number two is to keep that promise front and center. What is the promise God has given you? I remember when I was dealing with some things in Bible college, the staff surrounded me in prayer one day. And one of the women said to me, I think you need to ask God for a verse to stand on for this situation. I did ask the Lord for that verse. And soon after, it came to me during my devotions. If you don't have a verse, ask God for one to stand on. And keep that verse front and center. Keep it in your purse to pull out and look at every day. Keep it taped to your mirror while you get ready in the morning. Speak it out loud daily. Declare that scripture, that promise, 
Memorize it. Keep it in the front of your mind by thinking about it and praying about it. Which brings me to my next point. Number three is pray that promise back to God. Thank him that he is working on your behalf, even if you don't see it. Thank him for giving you the promise and that Jesus paid for your sins so that you can walk free of those tombs and into the peace and life that he has given to you. John 10.10 in the NIV says, The thief comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Jesus has come to give you life. He didn't die for you to live among the tombs. So pray that promise back to God. For example, if your promise is that Jesus heals the brokenhearted, you can pray. Thank you, Jesus, that your word says you heal the brokenhearted and bind up their wounds. So I lay my broken heart at your feet for you to heal. And I open myself up to you to come and heal my wounds. I thank you, Father, that there will be a day where I will walk free of this pain and anguish because of your promise to me. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Number four is worship. The tombs of disappointment, bad memories, and other things would like you to keep looking at them. They would like you to keep looking at the losses. But when you choose to worship the Lord through praise, it puts your focus on the Lord. There's just something special, something supernatural about worship when you are in a battle. When you are pressing in and fighting off discouragement, pain, and brokenness. When you worship, you're doing that with God's presence with you. Second Chronicles 20, 22 in the NIV says, As they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. There are so many verses in the Bible about worship. If you would like to look at more, I invite you to go to a site like BibleGateway.com and type in worship and just see how many verses about it come up. So when you are stuck between your past and the promise, worshiping the Lord can carry you through and give you hope and encouragement for one more day. Dear sister, coming out of those tombs can be a journey, but we never walk alone. Our Jesus, our healer, is right beside us, always with us, and will never abandon us. At times, we may not be able to see how God is going to get us to our promise. It might look completely hopeless in the natural, but remember that nothing is impossible with our God. Can I pray for you today? Father God, I pray for my dear sister in Christ, for the tombs of the past, whatever they are in her life would call her to sit and wallow in bitterness, anger, and disappointment. I thank you, Father, that you have called her out of that. And I thank you that nothing is impossible with you. Help my sister in Christ to implement standing on her promise, declaring and praying the word and worshiping you. And that as she does, that you move her forward day by day on a journey with you so that one day she looks around and she's not among those tombs anymore. 
but walking in the very promise she believed you for. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.